Welcome. You're about to listen to a teaching of the Foursquare Gospel Church, VGC District. At Foursquare, we believe in the transformation of communities through the multiplication of disciples, leaders, churches, and movements. May your hearts be blessed and transformed as you listen. Good. Are you happy to be in church? If you are happy, make a joyful noise unto the Lord. Amen. I want to thank the Lord for another opportunity to share um, with us. And I thank Pastor for giving me this opportunity again. God bless him in Jesus' name. Amen. I'd like us to just sing and then I'll go straight to the word. You know, this is the month of um, July, right? It's like the, um, it's already the second half of the year. And God has been faithful, keeping us all, watching over us, prospering us, enlarging our coast. I mean, it's wonderful. I was speaking with a friend yesterday and um, she was just talking to me about, you know, how it's important to be thankful for the little things that, you know, he's done for us all. Um, you know, what led to that conversation was um, July is my birth month and, you know, she was just talking around. Um, so maybe you need to write down 30 things that, you know, God has done for you. I'm going to be 30 in July, uh, July 28th. So it was more like, um, yeah, thank you. So it was more like, yeah, maybe you need to write it down, right? And you actually discover that, you know, there's actually so much. There's a lot to be grateful for, right? So in that spirit of thanksgiving, seeing the second half, we are going to thank the Lord. You know, nothing multiplies except through thanksgiving. Yeah. Nothing multiplies except by thanksgiving. It is that grace that came upon five loaves of bread and two fishes. The Bible says that when he took it from the boy, from the little child, what did he do? He gave thanks, exactly. So it was in the process of thanking God that multiplication took place. That just gave us a secret. You want to grow and be, you know, and increase. You want to prosper in everything that you do. The secret is thanksgiving. It's thanksgiving. So when you're thankful for the little ones, Yes, the baby just said Thanksgiving. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> yeah, so that is it. I'd like us to please stand. Don't worry, I'm using my time. Don't worry. I'd like us to please stand. And I just want you to lift up your, your hands to God and tell Him, thank you. Like, just thank Him. Anything that comes to your mind at this moment, thank Him for it. Anything that comes to your mind at this moment, thank Him for it. That's God speaking to you and telling you that, oh, this is something that you actually need to be grateful for. You know? So just go ahead and give God thanks this morning. Almighty God, who is like unto you, not can ever compare with you. We thank you. We thank you. Thank you for health. Thank you for the increase. Thank you for the favor. Thank you for the open doors. Who is like unto you, who can compare with you? We praise you. I cannot thank you enough. Thank you. Thank you that you have breath. That you have breath. You are not in the hospital. Some people pay, they pay so much for oxygen. They pay so much for it. Yes. Some are hospitalized like right now. Having one complication or the other. One disease, one sickness or something or the other. But you are alive, well and healthy. Thank you. Thank you that you have eyes and that you can see. Yes, sir. Somehow 
Hallelujah. Amen. Okay, so I'm just going to share with us briefly. I'll give us bullet points. And what the ones I can emphasize, I'll emphasize, I'll talk about it. Along with our theme for the month, be separate. I'm going to be sharing as well with us on the need for us to be separate unto God. For us to be separate and have an intimate fellowship and relationship with the Almighty. And I'm going to be reading in love with our team, 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 14 through to 18 from, from the um, easy-to-read version. I chose it for so many reasons. Easy to read so that we can comprehend and have a better understanding of what Paul had in mind when he wrote to the church at Corinth. I'll start reading from verse 14. You are not the same as those who don't believe. So don't join yourself to them. Good and evil don't belong together. Light and darkness cannot share the same room. How can there be any unity between Christ and the devil? What does a believer have in common with an unbeliever? God's temple cannot have anything to do with idols. And we are the temple of the living God. As God said, I will live with them and walk with them. I will be their God and they will be my people. So come away from among, come away from those people and separate yourselves from them, says the Lord. Don't touch anything that is not clean and I will accept you. I will be your father and you will be my sons and daughters, says the Lord all-powerful. May the Lord add his blessing to the reading of his word and the people say, Amen. So what does it mean to be to be um, separated? Separation is a recognition that God has called us, believers, out of the world and into a personal walk with him. So it is us recognizing that the almighty God wants to have fellowship with us. He desires to have an intimate relationship with us. I will say this, that, you know, right from the beginning of creation, right from the first, um, um, the first um, um, creature, Adam and Eve, that the main purpose of God creating Adam was for fellowship. Was for fellowship. Was for fellowship. Talking about us working with the Lord, God said to Abraham, in Genesis chapter 17 verse 1 Genesis 17 and verse 1 he said and the Lord called to Abraham when he was 99 years old and he said Abraham walk before me and be thou perfect walk before me and be thou perfect so we see that so the Lord called him and said to him walk with me walk before me and you'll be perfect so that tells us that perfection is only found where in God exactly only in God. So, and as young people, as youths, particularly, you know, yes, as youths, as young people, we're encouraged to have this personal work, personal relationship with the Almighty. An intimate relationship with the Almighty. Because that is why He's called us. That's the purpose, why He's called us. He wants to fellowship with us. He wants to fellowship with us. As I move on in the message, I'm going to share about the, the what, what it means. You know that song we sing, Reckless Love. We're going to sing it. That song, 
I had a revelation of that song and it broke my heart. It broke my heart. Do you know what it means to be satisfied to have like 99? 99 saved people already. If it's you and I, I mean, we'll say we're good now. It's only one that is missing. No problem. I can let that go. Right? If you want to do like an opportunity cost and all that and, you know, put everything on the scale of preference and all that. If it is you and I, if it is man, ah, come on. Especially all the economists right now, you'll be doing your math and all that, putting everything on the scale and trying to, you know, find the balance. Yeah, you'll be like, 99, I'm, I'm very, very comfortable. I'm very good. There's no point looking, going after the one. But yet, it was like, no, that one is more important. And you know the funny thing? That one is you. Yeah. So he came after us. When I, when, when I got light out of that, out of that song, out of, out of that scripture, I was like, wow. God's love indeed is amazing. It's amazing. He doesn't even look at the scene, basically. He's more interested in you as an individual. He wants to have a fellowship. He wants to have an intimate relationship with you. So that's why they tell you that the vessel is more important. Right? You know, um, and that scripture that says you cannot pour new wine into old wine skin. Exactly. That is it. So that tells you that God is more interested in you as the vessel. You. It's you. Let me not run ahead of my notes. Let me just move on. I pray that the Lord will help us and give us better understanding as we continue to hear his word and meditate on them in Jesus' name. So, to, to be separated means, just like um, um, our youth pastor shared last week, it means to be set apart for God's glory. To be set apart for God's glory. To be set apart for God's glory. That is having an intimate work, an intimate relationship with the Almighty. To be separated means to be free from the corrupt practices and systems of this world. That is, being free from every form of unholy compromise. Be free from every form of unholy compromise. Child of God, hear me. Because you are in this world, your faith will be tested. It will. I tell you the truth. It will be tested. If you're the kind of person that, you know, you, uh, you know those who bid for contracts and all that. I, I think I, I should share this story. Somebody was sharing with us. You know, how they were trying to, like, get a contract with um, one of these big guys in the oil and gas um, industry. And then, you know, it's... The whole thing went around that, you know, those in the system said, you have to, you know, give us... You have to give us something for us to even approve, give you the contract. It was a test of faith. Ah! The guy was like, oh, more. this is... This, you know, he only hears, he has been hearing of these things. It has never happened to him before. So, at that point in time, will you compromise your faith? Your faith will be tested. Tested. And you know the funny thing? That is the system of this world. Exactly. That's the system of this world. That's how things are played here. But trust me, there are still some people who do things, you know, who do things the right way. Those who have refused to bow down and to say, Omar, I stand my ground. But you will suffer. <laughs> yeah. But then sometimes the Lord will come through for you as well, and you, you may even end up getting it. How many of you have seen the movie Courageous? Courageous, yeah, an old one, yeah, Courageous. At the time when um, the fat guy tried to, I can't remember his name. Yeah, you know, it was, um, they were looking for somebody to replace, like the uh, managing director of the, of, of the factory. And then, you know, the, the, the managing director was just trying to, like, you know, try, was trying to get the best guy 
right? So he brought an offer and said to him, and there's a shipment coming in. He gave him the total number of shipments coming in. And then he told him that, you know, this is the number you will report. Not the total number coming in, but this is the number you will report. Ah. And then it was like, ah, oh no. This is stronger. So and then the guy was like, no, don't worry. Just think about it, right? And then you can feedback by tomorrow, noontime and all that. So he went home, discussed with his wife and all that. And then they were like, and the wife was like, um, ah, but if you do this, we're going to be back to, so that means that, you know, you may end up losing your job, right? And we're going to be back to um, being, being broke and all that. And then he was like, but in terms of, you know, actually doing things the right way, but this is what um, a moral standard is and all that. I can't do it. And they agreed. And of course they prayed. The wife was at home praying for him. Why he went to, you know, the next day at work, went to the boss and then tried to you know, just bring things uh, to talk to him. And then he was like, I'm sorry, sir. I can't do it. And then the boss was like, why? And then he said to him, he said, because it will be dishonoring to God and to my family, uh, to my family for me to lie on that report. Why he said that, he just bowed on his head and then he was just like, you know, I've lost the job. And the MD stood up and then he was like, uh, I wish I can remember his name. Yeah, and then he was like, yeah. Congratulations, you actually, you know, like Javier uh, or so, something like that. Javier, so yeah. Congratulations, you're actually the right man for the job. I've actually been looking for somebody with, somebody with integrity to actually do this. Whew. And that was it. And that was a major breakthrough for him. So, what am I trying to say? Sometimes, yes, God will come through for you, He will help you. But sometimes you have to go through the process. You have to go through the process. It's also a, a building process, you know, something to help your faith as well. I pray that the Lord will help us and give us better understanding in Jesus' name. Amen. So, we're meant to understand that God is calling us to, um, to having a personal walk with him. A personal walk with him. If you, if you remember Daniel, a good example of somebody who separated himself. You know, who said, no, I, I'm, I'm not going to define myself with the king, king's meal. And, 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 and all that. Um, Daniel chapter 1 verse 8. Daniel proposed in his heart that you know, he will not defile himself with the, 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 the food and all that. Right, Daniel 1 verse 8, if you can flash it, yeah. Right? So, that was, he, he, he was a very good example of somebody who made up his mind to say, no, I'm going to do things, you know, the right, the right way. The right way. I pray that that's some grace that was upon the life of Daniel. That grace to actually stand for the truth and to do things the right way. I pray that that same grace will come upon us this morning in the name of Jesus. Ah, you're not saying amen. Oh, that's a very good prayer. A very good prayer. That same grace, that, that, that grace comes with favor. Comes with favor. Boldness comes with favor. So right from creation, God, God has always desired that, you know, he, 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 he has always desired to have a personal relationship with his people. And he has called his people to be a separate people, right? Different from, you know, the world. Different from the world. If you look at the Ten Commandments, I'm rushing because I see the time is moving. If you look at um, the Ten Commandments, Exodus chapter 20 verse 3, it says, Thou shalt have no other God before me. Thou shalt have no other God before me. So that tells you that the Lord is a jealous God, right? And he wants to have an intimate and personal relationship with us. So God wants a peculiar people. People who stand out from the crowd. People who stand out from the crowd and who are ready to follow him. Follow him. People who are ready to follow him and build that relationship. And build that intimate relationship with him. First Peter chapter 2 verse 9. 1 Peter 2 verse 9. I want us to read that together. 1 Peter 2 9. Can you put it up? 1 Peter 2 9. Good. Let's go. 1, 2, 2 3, go. 
But you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people belonging to God, that you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his wonderful light. So you see that you are a chosen people. He has, he has chosen you. He has chosen you. He has called you out from among them. Not like the other people. So you see that intimate relationship, that fellowship that you know that he wants to have with you. He wants to have with you. I pray that the Lord will help us particularly to make, you know, a deliberate decision in our hearts to stand for him, to follow him, to love him with everything that we have. With everything that we have. And you know the beauty of it is that he's right there, he's waiting for us. He's waiting for us. Because he has said it in his word, blessed are those who hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. And also said, he said, if you seek me with the whole of your heart, what will happen? You will find me. You will find me. You will find me. So he's just right there waiting for us. Just waiting for us. So we see that love, that unconditional love, you know, playing out right now. That unconditional love. Remember what the psalmist said, what is man that thou art mindful of him? Like, who be man? Ah! Overwhelming, never-ending, reckless love of God. Who chases me down, fights till I'm found, lost in my mind. I couldn't help it, my on it and you then you discover that God's love eh, there's nothing you can do to change it mm. no it's not about works no it's not it's not it's not so if somebody has given his life for us in this manner somebody has loved us in this manner we ought to reciprocate yeah we ought to we ought to we ought to it's just like two lovers, right? One person is actually showing more care, right? This person loves you, and you know you're not reciprocating. How do you think that person will feel? Bad now. Uh -uh, the person will not be happy. The person won't be happy. The person won't be happy. I pray that the Lord will help us to love him more. In the name of Jesus. 
so we discovered I'd like us to read um, Psalm 103 verse 7 I, I, I want to bring something out of that scripture talking about an intimate walk and relationship with the Lord another person who lived who lived it was um, Moses 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 it was Moses Psalm 103 verse 7 says he made known his ways to Moses his deeds to the people of Israel can you imagine that God made known his ways to Moses his deeds, his acts to the children of Israel, you know why Moses had an intimate relationship with God so he, went, he separated himself he had that so when we talk about intimacy, Moses lived it was always with God at the wither, I'm sorry, at the mountaintop, fellowshipping, receiving, you know, empowerment, talking to the Lord. That will make us understand that, you know, God spoke to Moses as a man would talk to a friend, right? He had intimacy. But the children of Israel, it was not like that for them. All they wanted was what? Was the miracles. They were after the signs and the wonders. You see two different people. And some of us were like the children of Israel. We're in church today because of what we can receive and get from the Lord. Whereas the Lord is copy, calling us to a deeper walk with Him. The Lord wants us to be like Moses in terms of, you know, the fellowship. Right? In terms of being separate. But yet, some of us are like the Israelites. We we'll come to God because I need money. I need good things of life. I need a better job. I need a house. I need this. I need that. Ooh. Well, apparently, but that's not how it's supposed to be. That's not how, how it's supposed to be. Because what he needs is intimacy. Somebody say intimacy. Intimacy. Fellowship. 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 They're telling me that my time is up. So let me just run through. Fellowship. So we discovered that Moses and David... They had an excellent relationship with the Almighty God. God, God gave you the man after his heart. If a man after my heart. A man after my heart. He had a deep relationship with God. That's where God wants you to be. That's where he wants. That's what he wants. That's what he, that's what he wants and requires of you. A deep relationship. And then what I see from you in the life of David, every time, every time. As the day, Psalm 42, verse 1, as the day pants for the waters, so pants my So he had that longing and hunger for the Almighty. So he reciprocated, right? So we said that, you know, he, 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 this um, um, love, the love that, you know, God shown him, he also acted as well. He acted as well. I pray the Lord will just help us. I'm, 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 I'm rushing. Don't worry, I'm running up. Right? I'm running up. I pray the Lord will help us. So as Christians, we are called to be the light of the world. We are called to be the light of the world. We are called to be the light of the world. Matthew chapter 5 verse 16 to 6, uh, verse 14 to 16. We are called to be the light of the world. So in other words, what do you do to a light? A light shines. You don't even need to do anything to it. It shines. Whenever it's in darkness, I mean, it shines. It shines. I'll conclude with this so that we can pray. If we don't support ourselves to know God's ways, we are like the Israelites. Yeah. So we need to come out 
We need to come out from among the world. We need to come out from them and have an intimate fellowship with the Lord. We need to have a deeper walk with the Almighty. And trust me, child of God, somebody cannot walk for you and with you and you know you will not settle that person. Is it possible? It's not possible. No, it's not. It's not possible. So you, you can be sure that when you have a deeper walk with God, when you worship Him in spirit, in truth, you have fellowship with Him, you can be sure that He will bless you. Those are the things that comes, those are the extra benefits, you know, that comes with it. So my charge for us this morning is that we would know the Lord, we will walk with Him like Moses, right? When we do that, the Lord Himself will manifest Himself to us. So the acts, the wonders, the deeds, it will become a reality in our lives. You already know that my favorite scripture is Matthew 6.33. You already know. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and His righteousness and all, all these things will be added unto you. Pray that the Lord will help us in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's pray. Please stand. Let's pray. I want us to sing, purify my heart. Let it be as good. And then we'll pray. Because that's what we need to do. Actually. We need him to do a work in us. Right. Purify my heart. Let it be as good.
Jesus Christ. The second prayer of this morning, I want us to pray and talk to the Lord. Father, He is the Almighty God. So we need to talk to Him specifically. He is the one who knows tomorrow. Lord, we give you free answers. We will come to our tomorrow. What time for you? What that is there that will not make us glorify you? Remove it. Remove it. Whatever, whatever that is, that is in our tomorrow, that we will stop going back to our intimacy and to our fellowship with you. We give you free answers for this morning. And we say that we will be stepping out of the Take out was perfection is found in the Lord, and 
is seeking us each day to work with him 